You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market. And Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is episode 57. Very quick introduction because I don't want to cut off this conversation that I had before uh, I hit record. So Merck, Ryan, Dave, Phil, all in their usual places. Same with me. We've got Troy Blackwell from Top Notch Paracord on with us. We got to keep going. Troy is the youngest guest we've had on the show and he was born in 2003. I... At 2003, was already in Afghanistan and uh, <laughs> doing my thing. Philly had graduated college. Merck? Oh, no, no. Probably- I finished college in 01. I graduated like five years later. <laughs> oh, yikes. There's a little difference. I had four years in the military and eight years iron working by the time he was born. <laughs> Dave? 03. I, I was in college. But I'd like to point out, Damien, that in 06, we were both fathers by then. 07. Yep. Somewhere in there. I was I was a father in 06. Yeah. 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 Ryan, 03, where were you? I was playing hockey. Yeah, yeah. Living in, living in my parents' basement and just had recently signed up for the, the Canadian Armed Forces. And yeah, I'm trying to figure and, out which one who Troy looks like more, like you and Dave. But. And eating snacks. <laughs> and eating snacks. That's right. Um, Troy, buddy, thanks so much for coming on. I know, I know you um you've got this thing going right now. You like you're 18 years old. Um yep. on your way to Fleming. You've got this, you got this business, top-notch paracord. Why did you like you're 18 years old, man? There's there's not many 18-year-olds that are looking to start a business. Um, what got you into to doing it? Well, uh, like I'll tell you, I kind of got thrown into it, to be honest. Okay. I, uh, around this time last year, actually, I remember it distinctly. Uh, I took a trip. Uh, like it was a road trip. I'm like, well, while I'm driving, I'm going to start making myself a lanyard because what else am I going to do on a road trip? Um, so I started making it. took the whole day. I uh, got home, posted a picture of it. I think uh, my buddy was like, hey, can you make me one? I'm like, sure. Uh, what colors do you want? I'll order them off of Amazon. Just sort of tie you up one. Um, and then he posted it. He posted it to the uh, Ontario Duck and Goose page. Yeah. And uh, there was this guy. His name was Dan Spoon. I remember that distinctly. Okay. He ordered three lanyards from me. And it, it, it wasn't really anything like, oh, I'm selling lanyards now. It was just like, oh, I made this, you know, whatever. And then people are like, yeah, I want one. I'm like, awesome. okay. And so, uh, yeah, and, and they were nowhere near me. So I started shipping out. Next thing you know, I had my small business uh, um, card at Canada Post. So I got yeah. a little bit of a discount there. Uh, and I'm shipping stuff. I mean, now uh, you can see the map behind me and that's, I'll talk about that a bit later. Yeah. Um, but I'm shipping all over the States, shipping all over Canada. Good for um, you. It, it's, it's going really well. Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, somehow it got into the States. I, I was, I tell you, I was scared to get into the States. Cause I'm just like, you know, like it's just massive compared to Canada. Right. Right. Um, 
and I didn't know what the shipping was like. Turns right. out shipping's less to the States than it is to Canada, yeah. which makes absolutely yeah. no sense. <laughs> um, and I tell you, like, they, they just eat it up down there. It's like they have a lanyard for every day of the week. Yeah. No, but, it's, uh, yeah, no. absolutely right. This is an 18-year-old that took a passion of his and put hard work into it. And now look at it. Yeah. I'm just saying for all of our listeners, put some hard work into whatever the hell you're doing. There's something you can do. So Mark. Yeah. It, it, uh, sorry, Red. I just want to point something out before we get too far along and I forget cause I'm old, but check out Troy's stash. How old are you, Troy? <laughs> 18. Right. Right. Look at that How old are That's... you, Dave? <laughs> I'm 36. I'm twice his age. I'm going on a week, bro. Yeah. Put some, that is, put some that milk is a, on it. Let the, let the cat lick it off. That's a vicious duster. Yeah, that is. Oh, that yeah. is I'm, a, I'm yeah. willing to bet. I'm willing to bet Troy could have, came out of the womb with that thing on his yeah, lap. Yeah. Oh, it was that's like, a Sanchez you, right there. As soon as uh, as soon as as soon as COVID started and uh, stopped seeing the girlfriend for a little bit. I just let her, I just let her grow because before it was like, nope, no way. Right. And it was just, it was the weird stubble phase, right? Yeah. It was about like a week or so and it was a weird stubble phase and she's like, no way. So we had to get through that stubble phase. Now, uh, you know, Dave's going through the month long stubble phase. So <laughs> right. just, listen, I'm going to just fucking cut it off here to add insult to injury. I keep telling my son he has to shave because he's starting to get that duster going. He's taken after my wife's side of the family, like his father, yeah. like my father-in-law. He's just full head of hair on him, right? I keep telling him that he's got to shave because it looks fucking, it looks wow. weird just starting. But truth be told, it's way better mustache than I can. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking fourteen. <laughs> he's he's um, me buying liquor in no time. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, somebody. So, real quick story here. Uh, I'm trying to sell stuff to, uh, to make decoy money, right? Yeah. And uh, I found some Pokemon cards in my basement that I just traded around in, in school. And uh, I'm like, you know what? These might be worth something. So I put them up on Kijiji. Guy comes and gets them. Uh, and he's like, yeah, man, like, I'm just trying to relive my childhood. Uh, how old are you? Like 25? And I'm like, you're, you're kidding, right? I was like 17 at the time. And I'm like, no, I'm, I, my... my my birth year doesn't even begin with 19. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> Here's cash. <laughs> forget forget I was ever here. No, that's yeah, a, something nice. No, that's awesome, Troy. Like like you said, so so obviously you stirred it, you know, it, it was a fucking hobby. It was something that you did. Yeah. You did it for yourself, helped out a couple friends. Um couple people in Ontario wanted it. Now you're shipping to the States. And I seen your post the other day and it's not just lanyards, right? Like you're, you're, nope. you're actually fucking thinking. And I seen that, I seen that, uh, I, I'll call it a sling, but it's not a sling, but that fucking, that's a, for, that's a sling. That's a gun for, sling. Yeah. But that, uh, but I that got thing the you, sling loop. Yeah. Mm. That you done for in the flooded timber. Right. So, and I, yeah, I like yeah. that. I like how you're, how you're thinking outside of the box and, and coming up with some ideas that, you know, and, and I, I'm not not trying to be uh, downplay what you're doing, but, you know, if you're just sticking the lanyards, well, people are only going to buy so many lanyards, right? So you got to, yeah, yeah. you got to always come up with something new. So, yeah, 
I love it, so, man. I mean, it looks good. Honestly, I don't know if you, any of you guys saw. I might have been like too small at the time for you guys to have seen it. There was this one guy in the states. It was one of my first orders from the states. He got me to make him Croc straps. It is really? exactly what it sounds like. Yep. He he was just like, I want you to make me Croc straps. I'm like, what, like did, did you now, misspell something? Now Dave is like, interested. No. Sounds He's like a like, fucking no. legend to me. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked out flawlessly. I have a picture of him up on my Facebook page. Um, really? But it, yeah, it was hilarious. He got me to make him two pairs. One in camo, one in well, it was gray and black. That is, I gotta go. I'm gonna go look at yeah. that. Yeah. Actually, it can was, you bring that up, Mark? Are you what? Uh, you got your phone there? On yeah, uh, I'm looking up. Do you have an Instagram page? I have Instagram too. I don't know if it's on the Instagram page because that came sort of later, but it should be. What's gotta, it called? Top notch paracord. Top notch paracord. I was looking up lanyards for some reason. Okay, Troy. So here's the big question: a Guy wants a lanyard. How's the best way to contact you, and kind of what's your turnaround time right around now? So uh, right now I'm just on uh, social media. So Facebook, Instagram, uh, that's where my, most of my business is uh, aside from like word of mouth. Um, basically just shoot me a message. Uh, I do, I do say like, Hey, like just take a look at some of the stuff that I have uh, already posted, see sort of what you like. And uh, I'm going to ask you a few that's questions. Badass. I'm going to ask you. Yeah, I know. Um, hey Mark, look at this. Like when you need to put it in four wheel drive with a shot of fucking nitrous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a waste of paracord. <laughs> oh, man. I like your, uh, I like that you got, you label your shit too. That's cool. Yeah. cool. Sorry, I cut you off there, buddy. Yeah, no worries. So, uh, so yeah, so you just shoot me a message. I got a few questions I'll ask you. Uh, first one Do you have any, do you, do you get bands? Do you shoot bands? Because uh, one thing that most people don't think about is like, hey, you get tons of bands. You can't you can't have a thick lanyard, right? You're not gonna be able to toss bands on there. Um, Shoot them, so buy them, them so whatever. Just before you right. keep going, um, I just ordered one and you didn't ask me that. You must have my old <laughs> lanyard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. Oh man. Well, some just, people, I'll tell you. Just for some people, drops. they know exactly what they want. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. people know exactly what they want, uh, which is great too. This other guy messaged me. Um, but, and then also the other thing is uh, how many calls do you want it to hold? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm going to have double drops on those. Uh, the reason I, I use double drops is just be, it's just insurance, right? Like I got a couple calls on my lanyard that are like 200, 250 bucks. I don't want to lose that in a March, right? Yeah, so it's just absolutely. insurance. Um, and then also if you want any like accessory um, drops too. So like that's, that's like a dog whistle that like Primo's drape whistle uh, finisher uh yeah. mojo, mojo remote. remote yeah yep um and then actually i even had a guy do uh, lip balm because you're calling oh, really? out there in, in the cold yeah i guess there's mm-hmm. little lip balm holders and you say yeah mm-hmm. just just put one on there for the lip balm holder and then also no. i do make one that has a main drop and it's on a buckle um for a dog remote yeah um mm. and so that's pretty cool too there's there's a few people that they ask for that. They don't realize it's for a dog remote. I'm like, well, so you're good with the dog remote. And they're like, what dog remote? What? I don't have yeah. a dog. I'm like, no. Anyway, but yeah, one. so yeah, get a dog. There yeah. you go. I'll, I'll never chase a cripple again. See, I will. I, I will. Well, it's because you're 18. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You can run like a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we used to do it. We used to do that to Ryan one time too. Ryan used to run after cripples. Well, I used to run with a dog <clears throat> after cripples, but <laughs> yeah, that was just. To... But that was just because the dog was half. Re- well, that's just because I could run faster than that, than that said dog. <laughs> so, so. But my my dad, he he never had a dog growing up because he had he had me. Yeah, he, that's he right. Dog. Yeah. Yeah, Troy's more intelligent than I was, but that's okay. Oh, I'm so, sorry, Troy. Since, I, since I, you're the age that can be uh, most of our children, just so you know, um, if you start smoking cigars like uh, some of us like to do, you won't be chasing too many cripples. So get a dog. <laughs> yeah, get a dog. I, I just got to cut in here, Troy. I don't want to take too much of your Go time ahead. away. But Ryan, do you have that decoy that you found at your father's? Uh, it's at It's in his shed. Is it? I told him, like, hey, I'm going to keep this, so don't yeah. throw it away. Okay. So I, I will actually, I'll bring it to the house next episode. Okay. Uh, next week when we shoot the other episode, and I'll, uh, I'll have okay. it here. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sorry. Go for it, Troy. So, yes, like, I mean, like, is there ahead. anything, you know, like, if it, you're on the show here now, like, and listen, like, don't sell yourself short. Like you, you've, you've got a, you've got a business on the go. You've got lots oh, yeah. of customers. You're all, so listen, like what can like use this platform for whatever you need to promote your business. So, you know, reach out and say like, we do have millions and millions of listeners, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> millions. Shaking his head. millions. <laughs> millions. Um, one thing I did, I did want to announce on the, uh, on the podcast today is uh one thing that me and one of my hunting buddies were sort of talking about we were just sort of joking about it uh when i made him that lanyard was wouldn't it be cool if uh we had bands like top-notch bands and you're like oh yeah it'd be pretty cool how are we gonna do that there it is boom you can't really read it yeah no no yeah it's too shiny says yeah it's got top-notch paracord on top and the bottom and it says established 2020 about 300 awesome. for a lanyard for yeah. yeah yeah how much for a full lanyard oh, okay. so, <laughs> so i actually so i got those directly from national band and tag yeah they, they took a month to get here but it is 100 percent worth it i uh so I'll, I'll pop one of those on every uh on every lanyard um they're probably they're probably about like i don't know i got slammed with duties which sucks but um i i love them um, they, they were probably about like 30 cents each, give or take. Yeah. I'll just toss on a lanyard. They, they look sick. So we need to teach you how to scam customs. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh no, already, we I'm don't, already... we don't, we don't do that. No, no, we don't. Not these aren't no. the droids Let's talk later for. when we're not recording. <laughs> yeah. These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> That's from a movie called Star Wars. Troy, <laughs> younger, but uh, honestly, though, like looking at your work, Troy, like yeah. I, I've done a bunch of paracord stuff, paracord yeah. stuff myself. Like done a couple of bracelets here and there. I've done a few like small lanyards, just like the kind of like a French braid style. Yeah, um, I can do the cobra braid, no problem. Like that's reasonably reasonably easy. But like seeing that like round fat rope braid that you do, yeah. like. That's like a work of art. And like, mm. I've done sort of like a fair amount of paracord work myself and my fucking hands can't take oh. it. Like blisters Dude. upon blisters yeah. when you're done. There, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I actually have a divot in my pointer fingers 
from when I'm like, it's like Pulling I compare it to like it's like wax hockey laces. Yeah. But over and over and over and over again. And what I've found is I actually I have to like switch between uh knots. Like I gotta do a project that has one knot that works like my pinkies or whatever, and it gets my, my pinkies hurting, and then I gotta do something like like a braid that gets my fingertips hurting. Yeah, and I just gotta rotate through because yeah, it worst. is yeah. But <clears throat> uh I did I did a big rifle sling. Yeah, like a cobra braid style rifle sling, and like that was painful. Oh yeah. Um, and like for like, and for those who know, like you know, the big musky fishermen, like like I love love to musky fish. A lot of guys will run um, rod leashes for their musky uh, trolling outfits because like you'll have like between your rod, your reel, and your bait, it's five hundred plus dollars sitting right there. Yeah, yeah. And you get a fifty plus inch musky, grab that, and she gone. So I like, have a I did, feeling I, that Phil's going to talk about he made a paracord cobra braid for his 18 and a half foot boat no just for my <laughs> just just for my musky rod mm. and my hands were bleeding by the time i was done really oh man oh yeah it's like it's rough like pulling pull knots is hard yeah it really digs into your fingers yeah um, so you know they know yeah for speaking uh, of uh fishing and stuff uh, i'm pretty talking uh, about a bit a bit yeah. about this too but these are my uh rod tethers so this is just like this was this is like a prototype. The crimps are all they're the crimps are hammered. Now I got a pair of they look like the jaws of life. You got a pair of these. Uh, Universal yeah. key. Yeah, pretty much. To do my to do my crimps now, so they're a lot cleaner and I uh, I heat shrink them, but these are just they're nice and easy to make. Um, just a little bit of insurance when you're out on the boat. You don't want to like knock your rod into the water or whatever, or have a musky pull it. So that's another wow. thing that I'm making too. Here's wow. a here's a big idea for you. A lot of kayak hunters nowadays are looking yep. for a tether for their gun when they're out in the boat. Yeah. So just throwing that out there. I, I, yeah. A lot of things. A lot. That would be a, a bad lot, idea. A like those leashes that Troy's making are carabiners on both ends. Switch Game one of those out. Get yourself a they bunch of uh, sling swivel studs and just yep. do one on yep. one end. Yep. Yeah. So the one thing that a lot of people, some people make fun of it online, but something that people don't think about with the um, hunting from a kayak is if some people will attach their gun to themselves with a, with a lanyard, but that's just an extra weight that if you do fall in and it's cold, mm -hmm. it's an extra weight on yourself, right? Yeah. So that's make sure you tether to your actual kayak. The kayak, yeah. Well, you know, um, so Troy, what's your goal? Like what, what's your, I don't know. It, it's sort of kind of a question that gets asked to me yeah. all the time. Um, yeah, no, and I, I don't have a fucking great answer for it. So I do. I, yeah. What's your goal? Yeah. All right. So this map behind me right here, I bought it. It was, it was a bit late, but it's like a massive scratch ticket. Uh, and it's just of North America. Um, basically, I, like, at the start, I was like, you know what, let's, uh, let's sell a lanyard to every province. And then I started telling to the States. So I was like, screw it. We're going for 50 States. Uh, I think I hit double digits. Actually, I got, I got a couple, I actually got one order from Rhode Island, which. Yeah. is is yeah. like this big. 
I can't even scratch it off. There's no, there's, I can't see it on the map. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I got one from Rhode Island. Uh, recently, um, there was one from California, uh, Kentucky, Tennessee. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I hit double digits there. From Canada, I still need Manitoba. I still need Saskatchewan. So if any, anybody's out there that wants a lanyard, top notch paracord. Um, actually, Quebec too. I've gotten most of the Maritimes. I still need uh, Newfoundland. And Nobody all of cares the about Quebec. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a buddy that I'll I'll, I'll sell to. He's, he's to uh, he, he knows who he is. Sorry to hear that. It's uh, yeah. funny. No, that's but, awesome. Uh, so, so like North American domination is what you're looking for. Pretty pretty yeah. much, yeah. That's yeah. a that's a good goal, so, buddy. That's a yeah. who in Nova Scotia did you sell to? I probably know him. There's not that many. <laughs> Nova yeah. Scotia. Ah, oh, who did I sell to? Matt Cazera. I, okay, I, yeah. I, I can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head. Sal Goodman, Matt Cazera. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know like three people in Nova Scotia. <laughs> yeah. well, that's an East Coast thing. It's like, oh, you know, so and so. It's like, yeah. oh, you're from Nova Scotia. Do you know so and so? Well, the funny thing is, is Ryan knows both of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <correct. laughs> that's true. Well, you one, can of, knock one of them was by incident. Yeah, you, know, you can knock off Newfoundland with with me and Merck. No, I don't we're not there. there. Well, we're not there. We but. gotta sh- sh- we gotta get him in touch with Jason Davis. He'll buy one. He'll buy it. Jason will buy anything if we tell him to buy it. Yeah, Jason would buy it. Yeah, do a little sales pitch. <clears throat> oh yeah, Jason, if you if you listen to this episode, fucking buy it. Give it to Mikey. He'll buy anything. <laughs> no one, Jason, they'll probably want to buy one of those Gator straps you make. <laughs> are the Crocs? Yeah, the Crocs straps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said that's uh, four well, You know, you know, Dave, you know, Dave is already thinking of colors, right? Dave's trying to put together the proper color scheme for his Croc straps right now. Yeah, guys, you, you'll be sad to learn. I don't have Crocs right now. Oh, <laughs> did they get what happened to them? You left yeah. them at the fire hall, didn't you? Either no, sir. No, sir. In the garbage. Uh, one yeah. set. One set was left outside, and a pair of puppies thought that they'd uh, eat one, so I can't keep just one. Right, right. And I can't find the other set. Oh. Not my fault. One job. Day, it day. is my fault. It is my fault. 100%. I can't blame anyone else. I lose things all the fucking time. But I don't know <laughs> where they stop, are. You know, if you stop Brian Crocs, you might be able to grow a mustache. Ooh. Mm. Hey, as long as you don't lose the fire truck. See? True. Mm-hmm. I wanted to switch gears a little bit, guys. I I started to see uh, start to see some some new stuff. Have anybody seen these this new blind uh, layout blind that Righam Rights come out with this year? Oh yeah, the Gilly one. Yeah, so it, it comes yep. with three different cam covers. Did you see that? Oh, I did. Yes. Yeah. I I like I I'm not I I really don't care about the cam covers. But I really like the low silhouette of that of that layout blind. Like, you see, you, know, uh, you, you guys see dive bombs? No, they haven't released anything yet. I've just seen it in the comments, but it's uh, it's adjustable and it has armrests, and it's basically like one of those gym mats, and it just folds up and it's really light. What I don't like about that one Rigam right one is it like I checked the price right away. Yeah, it's like what two hundred and fifty bucks American. Okay. I, I think so. And yeah, it's like 700 Canadian. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'm getting across the border. I think it's Lucky Duck that remember the goose chair? 
Yeah, yep. they're bringing back the goose. They're chair. bringing back the goose chair. I fucking yeah. love that thing, man. Hey, you know, I, I think that thing is is the cat's ass. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Claudio is yeah. the first person to make the goose chair. Yeah. He actually. Made we had one goose. when we were. We had one when we were at West. Daryl had yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're just tits, we have, West, we have them in our camp out west. We got like yeah. eight of them or something like that. So, so. It, that's a good question, Ryan. So, so here we are now, um, into the middle of July. Um, what's what's the good word for um, heading heading out west and doing some guiding this this fall, buddy? Um, so we are planning for it. Um, we are. Whereas, like last year, it was. Like, no chance in hell. Um, this year, it seems to be in the works. Um, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, the provincial governments have been pushing because there is a big chunk of tourism in those yep. provinces with the not just waterfowl, but like big game, fishing, etc. The uh, outfitting business is pay, plays into a big part of that. Uh, of those finances. So um, there has been some push on the border possibly being open for those who are vaccinated, I, I'm assuming. So, uh, so we, for unlike last year, this year, we're actually planning for a border opening now, Good. anything official, right? No, like not, none whatsoever, but we're closer this year than we were last year. So there, we're, we're, in, we're planning for the, the best, I guess. Okay. Put it that way. I got to, uh, I got to put this out here too. And, and even though I know he's a very, very proud Newfoundlander and, and his, his need and his intake for moose is, is second to none, but I am extremely disappointed to learn today that my opening day hunting partner has decided to go moose hunting instead of sharing a blind with me. And I am deeply, deeply hurt. But Dave, Phil, aka Plan B, you know what? I got a question. Yeah. Does that mean that there's a spot open because the 25th, which is the opener, is uh, my son's birthday, and he can officially shoot on his own? Absolutely. So he's got a spot in the boat with me and Kate. There we go. Yeah. Salt in the wound. (laughs) Going back to product stuff, though, Damien. Yes. You're doing what I love to. I don't know if you guys saw it. Real geese, real geese has yeah. a fan page on Facebook, yeah. and Craig Mintz likes to announce new products and look for input and all that stuff. And today he released some information about some new product that if you're not a part of that page, you wouldn't know about. That's right. And I talked to Craig about it, and I'm not allowed to say what it is on here either. So join Get that real it. geese decoys fan page, yeah, and uh, see what you see what's new on there. Maybe there's see? something that you might want to buy. I even made a note of it. I was going to bring it up. So good to you to it, bro. Yeah. Dave, you are like, you are a pro. He's you on the ball. He is on the ball. Hey, you know what, Dave? Why don't you do that announcement with Troy right now and let him know about that little, that little thing? Yeah. So people know that um, we like to give back. And uh, one thing that we've done in the past was uh, we find a college or university student who um, we think, uh, exemplifies what we at Punisher Waterfowl uh, like and what we do is we make have them design a sweater or a t-shirt and then we'll sell it and all the profit 100% of the profit is going to go to Troy so this year 
Troy's going to be our recipient there. Troy's going to school. Uh, awesome. What are you taking there, Troy? Uh, so I'm taking the uh, Fish and Wildlife Management Program. At Fleming. Yeah. At Fleming. Yeah, at Fleming. So Troy's going to be our recipient for this year. We didn't have one last year. Um, not sure why, but uh, yeah, this year we're, we're proud to announce that Troy's going to be the recipient of the 2021-2022 Punisher Gives Back. Awesome, Punisher boys. I really appreciate that. Punisher Waterfowl Scholarship Fund. That, that's go. right. That's right. So my pitch to everybody that's listening is, is to please um, please watch out on our social media because we'll, we'll get Troy in touch with our people and, and he'll design it. And when you see it launch, understand fully that every nickel, every, well, not penny, because we don't have pennies in Canada anymore. <laughs> Fucking liberals. Um, <laughs> Just dead pocket weight. Yeah. Um, but every, every, and Dave is a 100% right when he says every nickel of profit We'll go into an account and and when when it's over, we'll we'll give that to Troy. And that's his money um, for whatever. If he need it for school or if he need it for hunting gear, whatever, I, I don't really care. But it is money that's being raised for him. So um, you know what? You you could be the owner of a of a hoodie or a t-shirt, whatever it is that Troy wants to design and know that you helped out on a on a college kid. So Awesome. Something, something we like to do, and it was Dave's idea a couple of years ago to come up with that, and and I think it's uh, it's awesome. And you know what, I I commend you because you know what, you're you're getting into. We've talked about it on this show where um, the wardens are on a recruitment drive right now. They're like they're looking yeah. for people, right? So what better time than the, than to go through Fleming and get that fish and wildlife and and go back and start giving back to the community that you know, that you're, you know, you, you're a hunter and you hunt you and your buddies and, and stuff like that. So what a, what a excellent opportunity to give back to the community. Love it. All right. Next point. Dogs. Dags. Always <laughs> dags. I like dags. Like dags. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know what? We all we always talk about it usually always come up on every episode, something about dogs. And and, and it is it's it's such an important thing. And and I, and I guess the listen and we don't have to dive into it too, too much. But something that I need that I, I just want to put it out there is that we live in an age where anything that you need to know, it's a millisecond. And you can find out the information on it. If there's a question that you have, 10 seconds, you can find 10 people that, that can give you an answer. When it comes to dogs, listen, if you are investing your hard-earned money into finding, and listen, this is what you're doing. It's your hard-earned money and you're investing it into bringing an animal that's going to be your hunting partner and your best friend. Make sure you do your research and you know exactly where this animal is coming from. I remember years ago on, on Facebook pages and stuff like that, and I would always see Phil and people would say, I got a litter of dogs for sale. And you would see Phil parachute out of nowhere and the first question was, I want to see the pedigree. I want to know 
who the parents are. I want to know this. I want to know that before, before I even look at it. And it, and it's so important and it, and it really is. And I get it that there's some people that say, well, I don't care. I don't care that my dog can't go 800 meters to retrieve a bird that, and I get it. I, I really, really do get it. And I understand what you're coming from. But if someone is asking premium price for an animal, the premium pedigree should be attached to that animal. And that's, and that's the point that I'm getting. When, when you're paying that premium price, you're paying for some guarantees. And, that, and that's all it is. The dog isn't going to come, come to you fully trained and, and ready to, to rock it uh, during the hunting season but it has some guarantees that it comes from a good line and it's smart enough and it's willing to learn due to research because there are, unfortunately, if you haven't figured it out yet, there are a ton of people out there that's looking to just rip you off and take advantage of you. There's two types of breeders in this world. There's those that breed for money. Yeah. And those who breed for the betterment of the breed. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, that is, and I look at like, and obviously I, f I follow this under like a, a freaking microscope. Yeah. Obviously. And, you know, in the, the chocolate world of Ontario, the stupid brown dogs. Um, but obviously from, from my standpoint, I've imported both of my stud dogs from the United States and brought that fresh blood, fr fresh blood up here into the province for breeding purposes. And believe me, there's been a piss ton of research into the pedigree of both dogs. Like, so obviously I, I got Thor first and I knew like the chocolate blood here in Ontario was, you know, lackluster for better, for lack of a better term. And then when I was researching into buying my second dog, Zeus, I looked at his pedigree and his, his like the biggest thing was, was, is there any overlap in the parentage of the two dogs and Thor's dad is in Zeus's pedigree on the mom's side, but it's back like three or four generations. Mm -hmm. So for breeding purposes, it's pretty, you know, ir ir irrelevant, but in bringing those dogs up here for stud purposes, you know, I wanted good, fresh, clean blood, you know, no significant overlap in the pedigrees. Cause obviously like the chocolate market here in Ontario is very small. And like, there's like, even obviously with my quote unquote co-breeder, uh, Jordan Stone from Sheetwater Kennels, um, we had name drop, we had Jordan, I had long conversations, like even though, even though it was my dog that I'm fucking buying, we had a lot of conversation between like, like what would be a good dog to benefit into the gene pool to bring up here. Mm -hmm. And, and we settled on Zeus and he has obviously several, uh, several females including a, a male of his own but like the amount of hours that's gone into this into the science of the breeding and stuff solely for the betterment of like bringing up high test dogs is unreal like we don't do this for the money we want good hard running hunting dogs i just and to and that too on, though oh go for it dave so we bought a german wirehaired pointer I wanted one bad. I found a, a breeder that had a good litter and good pedigree. And that's the one we got. 
and the breeder was a hundred percent about just making money to the, it's my dog turns three this week and I still haven't got her pedigree papers yet. Um, he's just a right anyway, but anyway, mm-hmm. so last year, last fall, um, we weren't sure if my wife was going back to work, so we were going to get another dog. So I called Jordan stone. He called me back within a day and he spent over an hour on the phone talking to me, making sure I was the right fit for his pups as well. So it's not just about me finding a good, it wasn't just about me finding a good breeder. Jordan was making sure that I was fit for this breed. It was, I was very surprised at that. And, and it was pleasant. Like if I was ever getting a lab, that's where I would be going for sure. It's Jordan's and, stone. Yeah. And, and that's Ryan... one thing we stress, stress a lot too. Is like, we, we like, obviously, sorry to cut you off, Damien. Yeah. No. Um, we gear towards hunt test and hunting homes. We want to see these dogs get run and get worked. And believe me, like, like, through the the handful of litters that Jordan's done, there is a very small, small portion of those dogs have gone to like family homes where like they're a family companion. You've got no idea the vetting that goes through for those people. Like this is going to be a quote, you know, a quasi couch potato for lack of a better term. You will get vetted beyond belief. Because we want to know these dogs going to good homes. They're going to be well looked after, well cared for, and so on. Like, is this, we don't sell dogs for the sake of selling dogs and making money. We want to know that they're going to good quality homes. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan, and I know when you got Scout, like you talked to Scotty Guthrow, and he is very, very diligent with regards to studs and bitches and and ensuring the bloodline is never like he's very very diligent in in picking his breeding dogs eh yeah he i mean he protects the integrity of the bloodline yeah um he knows my background what i do what i'm all i'm all about so he knew like giving me his, his dogs they're working dogs um so you know and kind of tying into what phil says like i can't count the amount of times I've seen in my life where you have a lab um, that is, you know, in the field and it just doesn't quite have the drive or just doesn't quite have the training or whatever. It's just not a bloodline that is really designated for the, for the field. Mm-hmm. And then the other times I've, I've gone to a friend's house, somebody who doesn't hunt, doesn't, you know, and they have this, this lab and it's, all it's bouncing off the walls of the house. Somebody knocks on the door. It's, it's going nuts. Like that's probably a dog that was, that's probably a working bloodline, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, Scotty, uh, you know, is very, uh, diligent making sure like, Hey, you know, this is a working dog. It's, it's not the dog you walk once a day and, and then mm-hmm. it's done. It's got its exercise. It, it's meant to go, you know, it needs to be trained. It needs to be hunted, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just like kind of like like uh, Phil and Stoner, their their operation, like it's the same idea. You, you have to, you really have to make sure as a breeder that you're you're getting the right fit for for the dog as well as the dog getting the right owner. So, sorry, Troy, buddy. Was, can, oh, go go, Dave. No, I was just gonna say, like, look at um, look at the way the poodle went, right? Like poodles are actually a decent water dog. Well, and, and a great hunting dog. And they are, but now there's been so many that have been bred to be your yeah. house dog because of the hypoallergenic or whatever the hell that is. That yeah, right. Yeah. You, you, 
good luck finding a breed like you'd have to look for it right yeah you'd so, probably have to go to europe to go back to and get a and get I, to the uh and get to yeah. the you know where where they're actually a hunting dog right like the standard poodle i've actually yeah. run hunt tests like when i was when i was running hard with thor and there was a number of people that came out and they were running poodles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think they're like, coming back now right like they're slower than the second coming of christ swimming because of the drag but they, they are a hunting dog yeah big time um i just took lander up for a mock test on on the last week and i know it was for a working certificate um so it was a lot of show dogs there um not so much meat dogs and not so much the hunt test um yeah the, the, you know it, just just do the research um and and by no means uh, and we say this at every episode, by no means are we experts on anything that we talk about, but we know a lot of experts. So if you ever have a question and you reach out to us, listen, we will not pretend to give you the 100% solution, but we know somebody that can give you the 100% solution. So feel free to reach out and bounce questions off us and we'll point you in the right direction. That's, that's the great thing about this waterfowl hunting world is that we are small enough that, you know, you may not have actually shaken hands with the person, but, but you know them and, and you have that electronic uh, connection where you can reach out and bounce questions off. So feel free, uh, regardless of where you are in Canada, um, the States, I don't know, but in Canada, especially here in Ontario, I do know of a lot of great breeders. Um, so if you are looking for a dog, um, or, or any advice, please reach out and, and we'll be able to point you in, in a, in a fairly good direction to get you some hope. Troy, I am very sorry for taking a ton of your time away talking about the dogs because you came on the show to talk about you and to talk about top-notch paracourt. He gone. I think his internet's he had enough. He had he had enough. He was like, yeah. fuck this, I'm out. There he is. Oh, He's, he's coming back. He's coming back. I got a good I got a good tie into the dog and hey, hey Troy, did you get sick of the dog talk? <laughs> and you just said, <laughs> fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. No, no, my Wi Fi just cut out. Sorry, damn, buddy. Damn like whatever, I, like hey, I said, Troy, yeah. kind of like we'll kind of like marry up the two the two conversations here. Have you had the request or have you like, ever made like short leads for dogs yet like for yeah. like do, six I yeah. Steady time. yeah i do steady times actually I, I might have one here uh yeah i know the bag's sealed but yeah i know i, I have done steady tabs before um actually i did a leash for a mastiff and Jeez. those are those are bears yeah yeah that's um, aircraft cable man yeah 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 so <laughs> So that one, that was a pretty fun one. But yeah, no, I've, I've done, uh, I've done like, like steady tabs and stuff like that before. And I do a bunch of colors too. Where, so, you know what? One thing that we didn't talk about, Troy, where are you located? So right now I'm in London, uh, London, okay. Ontario. Um, but with school and stuff, I'll be moving uh, to the residence in Lindsay. Okay. Now here's the big question. Are you in the new res or the old res? Um, I, new yeah, res, I I'm assuming. Been there yeah, yet. yeah. Um, actually, I'm I'm probably gonna take a trip up there this weekend. Uh, take a poke around. Probably stop at Bass Pro. So I'm stop, I'm, at the, I'm stop gonna at give the York you, Tavern. I'm gonna give you a little bit of advice. 
I, and I don't know the exact date, but I'll get it for you. But the nationals are happening in Brighton coming up here soon. And you know what? Maybe it's somewhere for you to, to show up with some of your wares and, and, and just park your truck and say, here I am. And anybody got any questions or if they need anything, I'm right here. I can, I can introduce you to some of the people that's going to be there. Um, awesome. Yeah. And, and it might be where, if you're up in that area, that which is yeah. sort of kind of the Belleville area, if you're up yeah. around there, you know, it, it, it's done well for me when I was selling, when we were selling stuff, I, I had went to the, to the nationals and, and sold a bunch of stuff. So yeah, it, for sure. There's a lot of and those people that are still hunters, right? As a former yeah. Fleming grad, I will give you some advice as well. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Stay away from the oh, locals. Man. <laughs> Stay away from what? The locals. <laughs> Don't be a statistic. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, we're even, like, right now, my, uh, so I made a, I don't know if you guys saw, but I made, I did make a post in the Ontario uh, Goose and Duck. Yeah. And it's basically like, hey, I'm, I'm moving to Lindsay, taking this program, whatever. Can I, is there anybody I can hunt with? Or does anybody have spots or whatever? Overwhelming uh, response, which was really nice. Uh, mo yeah, yeah, most of the people were, were alumni, actually. And it was just funny because everybody was saying, like, Fish and Wildlife uh, 96 or whatever it was, right? Um, half of the comments were the local pubs, um, which, which is all right. Um, half of them were, were pretty good, uh, pretty good spots. I only got one creepy old guy, which is a good, that's a good, uh, that's, that's a good, good ratio. Good ratio. That's yeah. a good ratio. Yeah. yeah. Did he invite yeah. you for some popsicles in the cellar? Yeah. In the basement. Three hey, decoys. Um, yeah. I, I actually ended up finding my, uh, <laughs> oh, I'd do it then. Like you and I, like you and I said before, Troy, absolutely. Yeah. You're more than welcome in my field this fall. Awesome. I'll live where you yeah, I, just... I actually found my, uh, my, my roommate, his name's Caleb. Um, and he was like, Hey man, like shoot me a message. Uh, from Port Burwell, I believe. Um, and so we're like, we're roommates now and we're, we're already planning sort of, before class hunts if we can make that work it's just it's funny because i say that and you know some people might go uh, what do you mean before class hunts that's just the community up there like that's yeah. just that's just yeah. the way of life up there you know you, you showed a class and a pair of waiters and it's like oh how'd you do yeah you know like honestly so, dude, uh, when, I, when i was there like i i made enough connections with fellow students like my program like i did fish and wildlife Yep. And our program, we were 90 students, so three classes of 30. Yep. Jesus. And, um, like, the connections that you'll make and the friendships for the rest of your life is, like, next level. Like, everybody yeah. in the program, like, everybody's on board. Yeah. And you'll come, like, you'll meet guys from all walks of life. Um, and, like, that, that, like, basically, going to Fleming is where I started waterfowling. Yeah, going up and shooting like you know, um, river river road like Scugog River south of town, running up to Sturgeon, hunting Goose Bay like there's like your opportunities are endless. Yeah, and even like for fishing, like if you're big into river fishing, steelheading, you can drop down, you can fish Wilmot, the Ganny, Bowmanville, and like the friendships you'll make is is next level, and the amount that you will learn from like you know these other students and whatnot 
Like it, it's stuff that you'll take for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I can honestly say that was the best two years of my life was doing that program. Yeah. And I, I, I keep hearing that from people and, you know, it's, it's obviously reassuring. Um, but the thing I keep thinking about is like, Hey, like th- these are people that are all similar minded, right? They, they all want to be in this program. And if they don't, they're going to be out of there in a probably a week or two. But um, you know, th- like they're like, I, 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 as a younger hunter, like I kind of, I just find it hard. Like, I don't know how many people, Oh man, did, did I cut out again? Oh no, you're just no. frozen. Okay. Yeah. Um, as a younger hunter, it's, it's, it's just hard to find people to that, that are my age to hunt with. I know one other, well, two other guys mm-hmm. and that that's, that's pretty much it. Right. And so it's like, it, it'll, I think it'll just be sort of refreshing to, to sort of find some guys my age that actually want to hunt stuff like that. Um, and like, yeah, it, it's just, I, I, I agree. Like I'm, I'm going to find a ton of guys. I'm sure. Hey, and don't rule out hanging out with the old guys either because we live vicariously through you. So we want to Just the creepy ones. (laughs) If they (laughs) don't have a dog, you can retrieve. (laughs) Exactly. We want to hear about your exploits. Here here to point out too, my son's 15, so you can hunt with him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and I said it uh, in that post and my buddy, my buddy, Jeremy Campbell commented, he's like, oh, Great, uh, great retriever. Sits still. Uh, won't break early. Yeah. Um, Good. Good. But no, it's, has your buddy Jeremy ever though. like pointed you towards? <laughs> he hasn't. He yeah, hasn't. No, no shot um, or nothing. I'm Not surprised. Then. I'm surprised. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, and it, it, I wanted to make a point about it. It's like, okay, like right now, like I got a bit of cash right now with the business, but like, you know, like I don't. I don't have a ton of decoys and everything. Like I'm not, I'm not the, the championship call or anything, you know? So, um, you know, I'm just an extra gun, an extra guy to talk to in the blind. It's like, I don't, I don't like bring a whole lot to the table, but you know, like I'm going to work hard. I'm going to haul out decoys and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, like that's, that's all I can, uh, that's all I can bring to the table. Is, is Now you're speaking my language, buddy. You and, yeah, me, yeah. you and me are kindred spirits. I was, I was literally going to say, as you were saying that, you should probably hear the story of how Damien started this whole Punisher Waterfowl thing. Oh, man. You, you would be surprised. Yeah. Like, listen, man, and I'll tell you, and all the boys here will agree, the humbling fact, like the fact that you're humble as an 18-year-old kid and saying, listen, I'll just, I'll lug decoys, I'll work, I'll, I'll do what you need to do so that we'll have a fun time. I'm not an expert. Um, and I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're a fucking fabulous waterfowler and, and I'm sure you're just being humble, but for us, it is extremely refreshing to hear somebody not come on here and pretend to be an amazing fucking caller or this amazing hunter that, that takes, hundred yard shots and blows heads off fucking mallards and, and all this stuff that we see on social media today. So hat off to you. And again, don't sell yourself short. It, it is, it's amazing to hear you talk and, and to say these things because these are all the things that the five of us try to portray every episode that we come on. Listen, yeah. we're just, we just want to go shoot birds. If you, exactly. need me, if you need me to slug decoys, 
Also, me and Ryan and a friend of ours, Marianne, done a, done a hunt one time. And I can remember we were slugging decoys and I was like, this is waterfowl hunting. This yeah. driving up and, and getting out with sneakers on. And, and I'm like, no, 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 no. It's hard work, man. And, that, and that's, the way, that's the way it's meant to be. And that's the way yeah. it, it has to be enjoyed, right? So um, good for you. And, and, yeah. and stay humble and, and, and keep that attitude of, listen, I'll slug decoys and I'm an extra gun. If you need it, go for it, Merck. I was just going to say, like you, you mentioned it in what you're saying. If you, if you're going to have a good work ethic, when you're a waterfowl hunter, you're going to be a good waterfowl hunter. And don't, don't take that just as us pumping Troy, like yeah, listen to that advice. All of our younger listeners, listen to that advice and yeah. And, build on that like become a hard worker and then you'll be appreciated and invited back yeah there's, right? there's, there's yeah. not a, there's not enough people like you troy in this world yeah and like last last fall and like that big thread that you posted on the goose and duck page recently saying like hey i'm going to fleming you know i want to get out and hunt and shit and like obviously you, you know you and i spoke about this uh, on a side note but like there was one young gentleman, Keir Dunlop. Yeah. So I took Keir out last fall. And like I'm I'm a big proponent to like not, I wouldn't say mentoring, but like taking these young guys that have the fucking drive and like they they openly admit, I don't know hole in the, I don't know hole in the ground. I don't own shit. Yeah. But I want to work hard and I want to fucking learn. So I took Keir out for two hunts last fall. And like he was completely and utterly beside himself. Like he shot more geese in the two hunts I took him out with than all the other hunts he's ever done. And like that kid fucking hustled. And like that kind of drive, which we obviously you're displaying, is what I like to see. Like you know, like I love taking you know young guys out you know, want to learn. Come on out, you know, I'll teach you what I can, and we're gonna have a good time. We may mm-hmm. shoot two birds, we may shoot twenty, but you're gonna take so much away from that hunt. And use and like and there's this whole new day like day and age like there's so many people like you know I don't even know where to go with it but they're on a different <laughs> yeah. fucking level. I know like, I know where you want to go, but I, you're not yeah. going to go. There's yeah. a lot of places I want to go, but anyways, <laughs> but like you know, like you openly coming on here and saying like, look, I don't know shit, mm. but I'll bust my ass like no tomorrow. You know, speaks volumes to us. Like you want to strive, you want to learn and take something away from every single hunt. And it's people like that, that I enjoy taking out. Like I I could leave the fucking gun at home. I don't care. I just want to come out. I want to run the dog and I want to hopefully impart, you know, some of these morals, ethics, and, you know, teachings upon these new hunters that'll hopefully develop those thoughts and push those onto the future generation. Cause like, again, like we're a dying breed, right? Yeah. And it's nice to see, you know, you know, these morals and ethics getting passed down and passed down and, and pushed. I wouldn't say pushed, but you know, presented upon these young hunters to say, like, you know, yeah, it's it's all about you know conservation and all this other stuff. It's not about you know the glory shots and doing it for the fucking gram and all this other shit and you know and whatever else. Like, see, like your your attitude towards the sport of waterfowling speaks volumes. And that's what we love to see here. I I have a feeling 
that Philly <clears throat> has a second career option as a motivational speaker, motivational <laughs> speaker when he's done being we a can, copper. We can call it the uh, motherfucking Phil motivational speaker. We're not sprinkling, we're not putting sparkles and fucking unicorn no. piss on this. Yeah. Right? No. Like, you know what? Who's that? Uh, who's that old guy? Pina or whatever. His last name is Pina. I don't know if you've seen any of his motivational speeches. Like that dude gets right to the point. He's like, you know why you're poor? It's because you're fucking lazy. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that's his like opening line. Like, yeah. Uh, no, no piss around the bush here. We're meeting the fucking potatoes. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. You know, but absolutely, it, Troy. You will be coming in with me this fall. Oh yeah. Gonna, we're gonna crush some fucking sky pandas. Yeah, we are. I hope. So, boys, um, we're we're about at that uh, we're about at that sixty minute mark. We got a couple things we got to get through here um, before we shut it down. Troy, tell us tell us what's coming up next. I know I know when you and I talked last week, you were like you were like, oh, I got some things on the go, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, and then I want to talk about this. And so so tell me, you know. Listen, you're you're going to school in September. You're already planning some hunts. Um, what is what's the fall going to look like for top notch paracord? Man, like I tell you, like I said before, it was just like, hey, a little side thing. But now it's like, you know what? This might put me through school. Um, and so, and the nice thing is too is that uh, roommates are going to want beer money. Uh, and so I can, I can put them to work. Um, and I think it's, it's all going to work out beautifully. Cause like, Hey, who doesn't want 20 bucks? Yeah. 20, 20 bucks. bucks, you know? 20 20 bucks. bucks. Exactly. Right. And so, uh, yeah. And, yeah and so, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be pumping out lanyards for sure. And it's just, uh, you know what, last year it, and it was right around this time that it, well, it was, it was after duck season started um that my lanyard started selling and uh and so i wasn't able to really get too many pictures and stuff like that from customers mm-hmm. now i uh i got quite a few lanyards out there right so i think uh you know my my, my customers now they're they're all good guys no, we're losing oh we lost again. them again oh, yeah. oh. he was on but i think way. he was saying all of his customers are good guys and yeah. i am one of them well, okay. I, that's what I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna I'm gonna order one from them too. Um, yeah, be down this for me, bro. Can't hear this, but I'm gonna order one too. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I want to get a, a a trading one off. Of well, so I'm dog. thinking I'm th- that's what I'm thinking, Ryan. So when I train, I got my lanyard with all my calls on it, my whistle and everything, and everybody makes fun of me because I show up and I got calls hanging off, and they're like, "Why don't you have a training?" lanyard and i'm like i'll tell you why is because i had an old leather one that i put my my dog uh remote on and uh, my dog whistle and uh when i went to fucking hunt i left it on the training one so i said no i'm leaving it all on on the same one um so hey he's back yeah so i think i'm gonna do that screw it yeah, so I think I'm going to do the same thing, Ryan. So, so yeah, as you were saying, Troy, all your customers yep. are good guys. Dave, all, all Mark, my customers are yeah. They're, so Mark, what, what Ryan, saying, myself, we're all going to order. We'll all nice. order a, a, a lanyard from you. And uh, now I'm going to. I got to preface this. Yeah. 
Philly will order one, Dave will order one, Ryan will order one, I'll order one, and it'll be simple. Nice. Eric is going to order one. Oh, 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 I'll, I'll oh have details. I feel. Yeah, I'll have details. Yes, a lot. Right. Of <laughs> Are you buying a dog, Mark? <laughs> no, Mark's not buying a dog. But come on, Mark. Waiting for a gift from one of you guys. The dog. You need. You need a good brown dog. <laughs> so, well, but yeah. you know, um, you know what, Troy? Thanks for coming on, man. Like, I, I really do appreciate it. It was awesome. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't realize you were only eighteen. Yeah. Um, but that's awesome because it really is refreshing to see so, somebody that's 18 years old that's driven. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it really is refreshing to see. Sorry, Dave. I was just going to say, for anyone that didn't know, like, before our show started, Damien's like, so, Troy, what are you drinking? And Troy's like, uh, I'm not. Water. <laughs> water and Damien's like well, oh okay well why and well I'm underage He's like oh no way and yeah. it's all because of that sweet fucking duster it comes right yeah. back to that oh yeah <laughs> I can't I can't buy liquor at the at the LCBO without getting ID you probably go in there no problem just right? take Troy with you next time oh right? man um the other thing I wanted to talk about um I'm not given location and I'm not but to the people that are listening if you are in Eastern, Southern Ontario, start looking at your calendar, 15 to 17 October, we will be doing the Punisher Waterfowl Fowl Weekend. We, that is, I done the recce, Dave and I have, have figured shit out. So price is good. The price is set. It's good. Um, and the weekend is set. Accommodations is set. Food is set. The area is set. The only thing that we can't control is the birds, but start looking at your calendars because once that goes up on social media, there's only room for 10 people and those 10 spots are going to go like that. So make sure you're watching our, our social media, Dave. Damien, you say that uh, price is set. Yeah. That includes lodging. Yes. That includes food. Yes. And it includes hunting and camaraderie. Yeah. And, and the guide. Are we under a thousand bucks? We are, we are well under a thousand bucks. We are going to be at. Oh, are we under seven fifty? We are under seven fifty. Are we under six hundred? Under six hundred. Oh, I, are we under five hundred? We are under five hundred. Hey, oh, big, big question. Do I have to? Bring, do I have to bring my own gear and run my own hunt? Um, you don't have to bring your own gear, but I'm bringing my boat. Dave may be bringing a boat. And it's not sold. Hey, if it's question. not sold, but if how big you, how big's your boat? My boat's sixteen, buddy. That's hey, enough. Phil, but no I'm not compensating for so anything, Philly. <laughs> I'm not compensating for anything, Philly. Hey, or sure bragging so. about something. Hey, <laughs> when you got big things, you need a big boat to carry them around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but anyways, there's going to be a, a a veterans first responders hunt. Um, that one's going to be uh, a lot more difficult to get in. Obviously, you, you need to have served um, as, as a paramedic, a cop, a firefighter within the military, something like that to get into that one. That one's going to happen in November. But the October hunt, that's going to be announced here real soon. Um, so if you want in on that, best be paying attention to the social media because those 10 spots, listen, 400 bucks 
I, I don't think you're going to get a better um, week. And that's a week. Did you say 400? Yeah. 400. <laughs> yeah. 400. 400 bucks. Oh, so yeah. that's a, that's two hunts on a Saturday and a hunt on Sunday uh, with accommodations and food covered for that. So um, that's all I'm saying about it. Watch our social media. You will need to get your deposit in fast on that. Boys, excellent episode. We are about 66 minutes in. Troy, buddy, you are welcome back anytime to come on, shoot the shit with us. Tell us about, listen, you know what? It's been a long time since I've been in college. I want to hear about college. <laughs> I really, oh, yeah. really do. Mark, yeah. I know I just, you were going to say something there. After your next birthday, you're definitely coming back, huh? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Troy, thanks, man, for coming on. Congratulations on Top Notch uh, Paracord. Um, I think you've got five brand new customers. Um, I'm going to be reaching out. Awesome. I've, got a, I've got a color scheme that I really want to, I want to look at. Um, and a couple things that I, I, I want to try. So, um, sweet. Just have some patience with Mark. Okay. Don't, don't, don't lose it on him right <laughs> off the bat when he starts getting real finicky. That's just him. He's OCD and that's just the way he is. That don't, don't, don't take don't him. Don't be surprised if he asks if you do pack collars. will <laughs> <laughs> be one message and all the details will be mm. It's way simpler than what the yeah. You'll be happy because you'll know exactly what I want. <laughs> Troy, how hard was it today when I talked to you? Oh, that was easy. That was, I was, I was, at first I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, yeah. but, but then it was like, it's like, okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. And then, yeah. Was it wishy washy though? It oh, was, no. No, you, you're, you're good. Four I just, drops. I, yeah. Like, like I said, it's like, yeah. Go fuck yourself, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I just got a glimpse. I just got a glimpse of Mark there. I don't know, buddy. You've been swinging around way too many logs because you're looking pretty Jesus buff right there. Um, and I'm not, I, and I don't <laughs> like it. So <laughs> I've got to fucking do something about this because I'm not a big fan of you looking. He's, he's burning. He's I got to start running tomorrow morning. Ew, gross. Um, okay. Anyways, great episode, Troy. Thanks for coming on, buddy. You are welcome back anytime. Feel free. Um, don't wait for an invite. You want to come on. You need to talk about something. You fire us a message and say, hey, listen, I want to come on. I want to talk about this. I have a story. Bam. Hold on. Dave, you had a story. I just remembered. What was your story that you wanted to talk about? You weren't going to, you didn't know if you were no, going to Oh, no. Be... It was the story I told beforehand that's inappropriate. Oh, that's off oh, the that That's one. an off the air story. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of these days we'll do a triple yeah. X rated episode and Dave can tell all about yeah. the, all, all like the one that you have to put a password into just to listen <laughs> that'll to. That'll be on a different, that'll be on a different website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The black yeah. dark web. Uh, Damien's starting an OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? For the what record, is, on, what is OnlyFans? What is that? You, you oh, pay God. like, so like a, it's like private porn, basically. Oh. So you pay a subscription fee per month to look at some private porn, basically, of one oh. person. But why would you do that? Yeah. When there's I'm not a smart home. man, but I paid $5.99 to see one cooter for a fucking month straight. 
That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, but but you got Pornhub where you can watch millions. If any of our list, if any of our listeners subscribed, I'm sorry, but (laughs) well, in 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 fairness, Dave, I I was going to start selling nudes. It's five dollars for a photo. It's twenty five to not receive a photo. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this. Oh, go Ryan. I was just gonna say, what is that meme I saw on Facebook today? It's like you're spending five ninety nine to buy a bottle of Smart Water. It's not working. Ooh, <laughs> that's deep. And if you don't get it, then you should probably start drinking Smart Water. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, this was episode fifty seven of the Union Zero Four Thirty. Like we always say, we're not experts. We're just a group of friends that love one another's company picking on one another, talking about bird hunting and bringing on some amazing guests just like Troy right here. Listen, keep following us. Get on to Top Notch Para. Get on his social media and order up some stuff. Watch for his personally designed whatever he comes up with. It could be a hat, a t-shirt or a hoodie, whatever it is he comes up with. And listen, Buy the fucking thing and help the guy out when he's going to school, okay? Big love, everybody. Until next week, this is the Union 0430. We'll be chatting later. Salut.